0: Hey, it's time for another episode of the Golf Club brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. And, but well, I don't think i would ever thought I would have this next guest on the Golf Club. But when you win American Century Celebrity Championship, you definitely have an invitation to the Golf Club. Vinny Del Negro, the former coach of the Bulls, with a great win at the American Century Tournament over the weekend. Coach, congratulations.
1: Well, I appreciate it. Thanks so much.
0: So uh, I was watching a lot of – it's one of my favorite tournaments, Coach, and I'm a, I'm a diehard golf fan, but I love that tournament. I love that course, and I love the 18th hole. Uh, I was out and about, but I turned it on, and I saw you had a putt for – I think it was – what was that putt for on 18? Was that for par for you, Coach, uh, on the last hole? Uh, birdie. Birdie. Well, I had oh. the,
1: in regulation, it was for Eagle and uh, made birdie, and then in the, the playoff, I made birdie. I made about a, I don't know, 12-footer or something for birdie.
0: Uh, All right, so take me through just uh, going into the tournament. Uh, What was your best finish at American Century?
1: Well, I think I came in fifth a few years ago and seventh last year. And you know, it's Stableford, so you have to make a lot of birdies, try to get some eagles, stay away from double bogeys. It's a point system, so um, I seem to always have kind of you know a a really good round, a a solid round, and then always a poor round. But this year, I was able to kind of kind of manage three good rounds uh, together, but stay away from the double bogeys and I hit my driver really well the last day which uh, kind of put me in good position um, especially on number
0: 18. So coach you've had some amazing accomplishments in your career as both a player uh, in college NBA and then of course as a a head coach in the NBA Uh, where does winning the American Century uh, Championship fit in all that?
1: Well, it's hard to say. I mean, it's completely different. I mean, I've been in basketball my whole life in some capacity, you know, playing coaching, front office, radio TV, what have you. So um you know that's all oh, basketball has always been my uh, my passion, you know, when I took up golf when I was twenty eight years old, you know i'm fifty four now. I took it up at twenty eight and uh, the reason I did is is because I was in the middle of my career, and I used to play a ton of tennis in the summertime to kind of my wife Lynn. And her family were big tennis people, so we played a lot of tennis in the summer. But then my knees started kind of aching a little bit to get off the pavement. So my buddy was a golfer. I went out on the course, was driving the cart. You know, he was left handed. I was a switch hitter in baseball. My power was lefty, so I picked his clubs up. I started hitting them. I was like, well, maybe I could start taking up golf because tennis has hurt my knees. And I went in, and the next day I called Ping. They sent me a set of clubs, and I, uh, you know, kind of been playing ever since in some capacity just to kind of. Uh, do something where I can walk the course, get a little exercise, enjoy the competition. And I, I love competing at the highest level. And American Century and NBC just do such a fantastic job with this event and the whole atmosphere and the and the uh, people at Edgewood and the greenskeepers and the fans. It's just it's an amazing tournament and one I'm really proud
0: to have won. So um, take me through the tournament because, it, I mean, especially with fans back this year, it's such a cool event. Like, how interactive are you with the fans? How close are they to you? And, you know, some of the guys like Steph Curry on the 17th hole, he's always shooting the threes, you know, with the, the basketball hoop right by the lake there. And how, how close, how great is it, an event for the fans, and, and for you guys to be out there?
1: It's the best. It's it's literally the best. I mean, Lake Tahoe is so beautiful, and Edgewood and, and, and Tahoe do such a fantastic job making us feel so comfortable. The fans are incredible. Um, you know there was some protocols in place with with the uh, the COVID situation for sure. Um, as far as signing autographs and areas we could go and areas the fans couldn't couldn't be in a little bit, but um, still it was the fans were great. The whole atmosphere, the whole course, everything involved uh, they did such a perfect job. And you know Jonathan Thomas with American Century and John Miller and Gary Quinn with NBC that kind of run this thing and. Mike Milthorpe, and just a bunch of people that just put their heart and soul into this event. All of us that have been playing it for years love the event, and uh, it's just a it's a great honor to have won it after playing it for so many years, but not really just winning it and being the first basketball guy to win it. It's really kind of what the tournament represents, what it means, um, and how many people have, have tried to win it for so many years.
0: So uh, I, I'm, I've always been curious, Coach. I've always wanted to uh, have my station go out there because I know how great it is to be on the driving range and you have your cha- your pick of the litter basically all these tremendous celebrities and great athletes are there they come over and talk to you for a couple minutes but what is it like at night because it's such a great place to be out at do do the athletes interact with each other do do you just hang out in your hotel room or what are you guys doing at night uh in between rounds
1: well obviously we're we're staying at a casino so you can imagine that that's that's the first thing <laughs> right So, uh, and then, really, American Century and NBC, they have the pro-ams during the week, and they have, you know, big dinners at night, and then they have comedians for us, usually, and then we we go down and have a a karaoke night with all the American Century guests and all the NBC guests, and uh, Rascal Flatts usually plays, and guys get up there and sing and have fun. We have a, a, they bring in a private chef for a private dinner at the clubhouse one night. Um, This year, we had uh, uh, an Earth, Wind, and Fire concert uh you know th- there's tons of events tons of things going on you know um on thursday uh you know i had some buddies come up and, and they rented a boat we went out on the lake and had some fun so it was just kind of uh trying to get away a little bit um especially with things going on with me and uh, I, I was just happy to enjoy the week and, and happy to come out on top john smoltz is an incredible golfer a good friend first class guy and you know he's got such a great game. I expect him to win one of these in the future. He's so fantastic, and it just went my way this year. That's all. I mean, I just hit my driver well, and I was fortunate down the stretch.
0: Pretty amazing. You took up the game at 28, and now here you are a champion of a tournament that, you know, I mean, tons of golfers and you know these celebrities who are great golfers have never mm-hmm. won. And I, I, I was, you know, I paying attention the first round. I think you were either at the lead or near the lead, and then I was watching uh, throughout the rest of the week just to see how you were doing and some other guys and. Uh, I did watch the one playoff hole, and you had a great drive, and John Smoltz kind of put himself in jail behind the trees, yeah. and then hit the second shot off a tree, and then his third shot in the water. Uh, that probably had to ease you any nerves you had, because basically all you do is get it close to the green, and there's no way you're going to lose after that.
1: Well, I had I had hit it such a good drive there. You know, it's I think it's five hundred five or five ten. I think it's five hundred five, and I had like one fifty four in. On my second shot so i hit a really good drive i was in the middle of the fairway i saw him hit the tree um and i didn't even i didn't even know he hit it in the water my caddy told me i didn't even care at that point i was just kind of locked into what i needed to do and um the area of the green i wanted to go to and kind of just focus in on in on that so um you know he went for it he had an eight iron he had a little window um you know that, that he was trying to get up and over these trees which which are big and tall and um, he was just trying to get it in front of the green so he could get up and down because he figured that, you know, I was going to have a pitch and wedge or nine iron into the green, and um, that's kind of what happened. It was just it was just fortunate that that's the way it worked out for me. But I'll tell you, you know, I was always looking at Romo, who was uh, played in front of me, or, or Annika Sorenstam, who I played. She played in front of me, and you know, those guys are such good players. And Tony's won it a couple times, and we all know how great of a player Annika is. So I had a practice round with her on Tuesday, and. Her caddy Mike uh, was there, and she could not have been nicer. And it was great seeing her hit the ball and uh, kind of how she dissects the course, and really just kind of impressive. And could not have been nicer after I won. We took some pictures, and she was very, uh, very gracious. And uh, so a lot of basketball guys stayed after. A lot of a lot of buddies of mine, baseball guys, Derek Lowe and Del Curry and Steph and Seth and my, you know just a bunch of people. So it was really just a great, great time, great event, and just just happy to pull it off.
0: Were you impressed with uh, Charles Barkley's swing because it, it really looks a lot better?
1: Chuck is is working hard. You know, he's. Um, I used to play with Chuck years ago, actually uh, in Phoenix. Uh, me and Danny, and Dan Marley, Cotton Simmons, and and Charles used to go out and play. Um, Charles used to shoot in the high seventies. That's that's low eighties. That's for what for I tell sure.
0: people. I I watched. He, yeah, he did the and, uh, thing with Hank. He had a really good I, swing. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, he actually was very good around the greens, good a good putter, and. Um, you know, think you know he, uh, you know he's he's not in as good a shape as he was back then, obviously. But um, you know, Char- Charles uh, is working on it. You know, he loves the game. You know, I give him a, a lot of a lot of credit for going out there and, and putting up the scores he does in terms of just kind of putting himself in that environment. But he loves it. He's great with people. Um, the fans love to see him there, and I'm just happy he's starting to get his game back a little bit because he loves it. He loves playing golf. He loves competing. He loves his ch- the challenge of it. And I'm just happy for him that uh, he's starting to see his scores come down with the effort he's putting
0: in. Coach, what was your when you were uh, here in Chicago, uh, coach of the Bulls? What was your favorite golf course to play?
1: Oh man, there's so many, but you know, um, I think it's hard to beat. I think it's hard to beat Butler. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I really enjoy Butler. I have not, po- I have not played Chicago Golf Club, which everyone says is fantastic. Um, obviously, I played over at Medina. Um, my buddy Bobby Carzoli in Chicago is over at River Forest, and I used to play Kemper Lakes. Or, I mean, there's so many you can talk about. I, I can't even think of them all right now. But uh, I played a lot of them. But I, I think just for uh, a nice 18 hole walk and a challenge and the difficulty of the course and uh, everything, I think Butler for me is what I've played so far over there uh, is, is a great layout.
0: Coach, before I let you go, obviously uh, I keep calling you coach because you you were a coach here of the Bulls. You're yeah. coach of the Clippers. Um, I was, by the way, I was told a long time ago by uh, Jim Wacker, who was the head coach of Minnesota for years. He was one of my analysts, and I said, well, you know, do you want, you want me to call you coach? Or he goes, hey, he goes, anyone who's ever at any level been a coach, you always address him as coach. So since then, any coach who's always been a coach, I always address him as coach. Uh, so that's why I'm addressing you as coach. And I wanted to talk, no to, you, I wanted to, talk to you about your time with the Bulls. Uh, that was your first head coaching position, and it was kind of a, a weird position. But you have this great young phenom and Derrick Rose, and a young team uh, who are, you know, getting better. But looking back at it now, coach, were were you happy with with way, way things? I know obviously you wanted to be here longer, but I mean, you helped Derrick's progression, correct?
1: Yeah, I mean, the the, the organization wasn't was uh, you know was not in a good position when I took over. I mean, at the end of the day, they had not made the playoffs. They were struggling. They're trying to find some identity. And, um, you know, they interviewed a lot of coaches. I was fortunate to get the job. And, you know, Jerry Reinsdorf lives two, you know, lives two houses away from me here in Phoenix. So we, we go to breakfast. We go to baseball games. I have a great relationship with Jerry. I respect him totally. And um, it was a tough time in terms of where the Bulls were at. And we were fortunate to get Derek. We were trying to find our way. We um, We did. Um, and then in the first year, we, we obviously uh, had a great series uh, with Boston. Unfortunately, we lost in Game 7 in Boston, but it was a great growing experience. And then the next year, you know, um, we, you know the, the organization wanted to cut payroll in terms of trying to uh, free up a bunch of free agents' uh, money because there was a lot of free agents that year to put around Derek and put around Joe Kim and guys that we were developing. And we made some trades to clear that space, and we still made the playoffs. And uh, that wasn't even expected, and we still made it. And then that summer, um, I was let go. And then, you know, Chicago then that summer spent uh, hundreds of millions of dollars on free agents and re-signing players, and they brought in Tom Thibodeau, who was my assistant coach and a, and a friend from San Antonio when I was playing years ago. And, uh, you know, he he reaped the benefits of the work we had put in, but that's part of the coaching business. And uh, they had a very deep bench, and then unfortunately, Derek got hurt. And, you know, Derek was the superstar player. We knew that. Um, and, you know, he had the MVP year. They had a fantastic year the next year with all the money they spent, the free agents they brought in, the depth of the roster. Um, and then, unfortunately, like I said, Derek got hurt. And I'll tell you, I can't I can't be prouder of Derek, how he's battled all of these injuries, how he's come back to resurrect his career, how well he played this year for New York uh, with Tibbs, and uh, just how he played in Minnesota, how he's just kind of, Fought back all those injuries he had, you know, the terrible, you know, knee injury and things, but could not be happier for the way he's bounced back and really made a contribution to the organization he's been with after starting in Chicago.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing, Coach. Um, you know, he's been gone from the Bulls for a long time now, but yeah, uh, I mean, people root for him like he's still here. And
1: uh, oh, for sure, for you know, sure, he's such a great guy, great competitor, and. You know, Joe Kim and just all the guys there, you know, Kirk and I mean, just uh, all the guys that coached there were fantastic and it was a difficult situation. There's no question about that, but I was just happy to get the opportunity and just wanted to represent the organization the right way over the years. And um, I'm just happy, Um, you know, Billy Donovan is is a friend, a tremendous coach, and and hopefully they can continue to build something with their young core players.
0: Hey, coach, uh, congratulations on winning American Century. I assume you got a trophy, right? yeah a trophy and a bunch of stuff
1: but yeah that that's beside the point it's just the honor of being representing American Century NBC and and uh, all the great champions they've had in years past I'm just honored to be in that group
0: well it, it is a tremendous accomplishment as I told you some of the people that have won it like Mark Mulder I think won it three or four straight years he's like a scratch golfer Tony Romo you mentioned had won it two years in a row and uh now your name is on that list as well congratulations and uh thanks for joining us on the golf club
1: you got to hide everybody in Chicago. All the great golf courses, and uh, and uh, hopefully I get back there and play some of the, some of those great courses in, in the near future. All right.